This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. I'm Tim. And Tim! The mighty Tim is back. Yeah, there should be some sort of fanfare playing right now. I was trying to remember how, uh, like, wrestling, uh, professional wrestling introductions uh, go. Not amateur wrestling, amateur wrestling introductions. Not interested. I don't think they even say your name when you get out there to wrestle. You know, usually a lot, well, usually a lot of other matches are going on at the same time. Oh, you mean like high school, like, uh, like not. Yeah, uh, like high school wrestling. Yeah. Or or Olympic style wrestling. Yeah, nobody cares about that. But no, uh, it would be like you would be like, "Hi, I'm Tom. Uh, this complete guide to everything." And today we're going to talk about. And then you'd be like, "What's that?" <laughs> and there would be uh, some kind of a uh, yeah. The the crowd would start going nuts, and I'd start looking around the ring all scared. <laughs> and you'd hear, uh, "Here comes the hot stepper, come on!" <laughs> right, or uh, a Hulk Hogan song was like, "I am a real American." Yeah. Yeah. Come out to that and be like, oh my God, it's Tim. Oh my God, he's back. But yeah, we um, unfortunately, we didn't have the budget to do any yeah. of those things. Yeah, no, uh, my wife and I welcomed our first child mm-hmm. and uh, a couple months ago, no, a month ago, <laughs> six weeks ago, I don't mm, know. A lot of holes in your story. And uh, I first took off, some I mean, Tim, I've seen, I've seen this kid. This kid's at least seven years old. I don't know what <laughs> you guys are trying to pull. I took some paternity leave. Uh, Christine filled in for me on this yes. show. Uh, she did a great job. Laura filled in on uh, the Patreon side. She did a mm-hmm. great job. Um, look, I'm just going to get this out of the way. I'm back. Forget about them. Uh, <laughs> even if you preferred them. Sorry, uh, this is my show. Yeah. Uh, so well, all, I don't want to hear any, oh, Christine was so great. She was so funny. And now Tim, the sad sack is back. It's here to <laughs> complain about stuff. Tough shit. This is the show. It's the show. The show is me complaining about stuff and Tom also complaining about stuff. Yeah. That's that's what this is supposed to be. Yeah, you 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 started the show. We, we started the show together. The show is half yours. It's your right to come back. Push out somebody who maybe people liked a lot more. Maybe they found her refreshing and kind <laughs> and a, a fresh new voice yeah. with a better perspective, more entertaining, mm-hmm. more interesting than me. Hey, tough noogies, guys. I'm here. It's mine. Yeah. And well, and you've already uh, you laid into me off microphone about uh, having women on the show in general. Uh, Tom, all right, enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I come back, and now you're going to turn the tables on on me. <laughs> uh, what was what was the word you were calling me? A cuck, a beta cuck, oh, brother. For for um, having that, women on, you said that I, uh, that it 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 uh, was uh, uh, emasculating to me to to for you to hear me talking <laughs> with women on the show. This makes me wish I didn't come back, Tom. <laughs> this sort of shoddy treatment. Um, real quick, I just want to thank everybody. Uh, I got so many nice messages from uh, the Complete Guide community and listeners. Yeah. Um, thank you. I'm very bad at replying to tweets or like yeah. uh, emails and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you barely reply to me when I message you. Yeah. So. I don't do that stuff. I'm I and look, come twenty twenty two that stuff. I don't get back to people. Yeah. And guess what, Tom? My New Year's resolution is to do that stuff less, even less than I'm doing. <laughs> well, I don't so twenty twenty two. Good luck. Good luck tracking me down. Um, but thank you everybody for for, for reaching out. It was very nice. It was, I heard from a lot of people and uh, got a lot of well wishes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, uh, every, everybody was, uh, uh, very nice about it. There was not one person who was demanding you come back early. I mean, there were some people, Tom. Well, there were some people that wished you were back, but they didn't demand. Uh They didn't come to me and say, enough is enough. Tell them to come back. Yeah, no, I thought that was a dig at me. That was oh, like, no. oh, nobody, nobody wanted you to come back. And no, guess what? Hey. I, I know nobody wanted me to come back, but I'm here. It's mine. I no, have I'm sure. Squatters I'm sure. Rights. I'm sure some some sickos wanted you back. 
They want to hear about the Grinch. <laughs> There's only one man to hear about the Grinch. That's from. true. Yeah, you wouldn't get an episode about the Grinch from uh, Christine. Now, taking a couple hours away from caring for my for, for my newborn child to yell about the Grinch on the internet. Are they going to take the baby away from me? Look, Tim, it's something both of our fathers did when we were newborns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, of course, the internet wasn't around, but they... They both called into local radio stations to uh, get angry about the Grinch. Um. Hey. Uh. Look. I'm sure everybody in the the uh, you know all of our uh, relatives, mm-hmm. um, all of our ancestors would be so proud of us, Tom, <laughs> for what we're doing here. Two yeah. brave men. Any of our, if you brought back any of our ancestors and showed showed them what this looks like right now, they they die of a heart attack. They would just uh, die. You know how you're supposed to like, uh, when a boomer tells you about like, oh, you know, in my day, like I had, I had a job and I bought a house and started yeah. a family. And you're supposed to be like, oh, well, you know what the, you, you like, this is what the economy is like now. And have you ever yeah. heard of inflation? But then it's just like, if they sell like, oh, and part of my job is just talking about the Grinch from <laughs> the corner of my apartment with my friend yeah. on a Thursday night, I think they'd be like, well, yeah, okay, well, maybe you shouldn't be able to buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back then, it was like, only one man makes money off the Grinch, and that's Dr. <laughs> Seuss, yeah. and he had to go to medical school <laughs> to be able we'll, to do that. We'll talk about that. Time, I, uh, I, yeah. I know he's not a real doctor. He's like a like a doctor of chiropractic. One of those. It's. I heard you make this mistake with Christine last week. It's chiropractic. No, I think there's two. No, it's not. What? <laughs> Tim, how um, how how is being a dad so far? That's what everybody wants to hear. Yeah, it's cool, Tom. It's lovely. It's fulfilling. Uh, my son is uh, a lot of fun. He's very cute. Mm-hmm. We love him very much. One thing, uh, did you know this? Did you know how much like tracking of stuff is involved when you have a newborn? When he, oh, like what what they're doing. Like you have to be like, oh, okay, I had to keep uh. track of like when did I, when did we feed him? How yeah. much did he eat? And like the thing how is, many, how many how many French fries did he have? Yeah, exactly. How many, he drinks a lot of milkshakes. We, we <laughs> French fries, no, Tom, but we, well, we put yeah. milkshakes in his. A bottle. baby needs milk, Tim. Exactly. And, and, and if, how are you and if get all him the to baby drink will it? drink is milkshakes, then you know you, you gotta adapt. Yeah. Um. No, you track. Every time you change his diaper and like what time and like, uh-huh. like, I don't know if that it is an app. What's okay. it called? It's called Huckleberry. You track everything like his sleep. His, but um, I realized that I have a record of every single you know, weird thing in my phone. <laughs> I can look up and tell you every poop. Oh, that like the time that a poop happened uh-huh. for this kid's entire life. Does it How sync long... with your wife or something? Do you or do you both? Yeah, just yeah, use... yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But how long do you guys keep cool? this going? What would you give? What would you give to have a record of <laughs> <laughs> every bowel movement you ever made in your life? Just for like, and like you can plot it out on a graph. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe on like uh, your kid's 18th birthday, you can. Uh, you know, lay down like a telephone-sized book and be like, here it is, pal. <laughs> now hit the road. <laughs> You're on your own now. <laughs> Let this be your guide. It's time Let- we've it's time we potty train you. <laughs> uh yeah. Well you're you're a couple of years away from uh potty training, I guess at least. Yeah, I think so. Um yeah, no, there's a... Uh... You know when they tell you like, uh, oh, you don't really sleep that much when you're a yeah. new parent, and you're like, eh, those people are probably lying. They're being dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I heard this from Christine. Because <laughs> Christine, <laughs> Christine told me that she talked to you, and she was like, yeah, like Tim's really tired all the time, and she's like, I think he was like. Didn't think it was that big of a deal. And I was like, no, I can tell you exactly what he thought. <laughs> he thought everybody else was a big baby and made a big deal about something that shouldn't be a big deal. 
I to, to clarify, I didn't think everybody was being a big baby. I thought it was a conspiracy that all parents were like, "Oh, let's just say it'll get us off the hook for a lot of things." Right, if everybody we just will leave say us this. alone. Yeah, exactly. And it's just kind of like you know they tell you things when you're in the hospital and and you have mm-hmm. a, you have a baby. They come and like tell you how to like burp it and how to swaddle it. Mm-hmm. And I could imagine them coming in and being like. All right, you're still going to get eight to nine hours of sleep every night, but you have to tell everybody that you're up every two hours and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're running on fumes. That way you can get away with a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I was expecting that talk. I never got that talk at the, <laughs> at the, at the hospital. I came you home, went, turns went out- Went to the wrong hospital. Turns out I'm sleeping like three hours a night. It's just, it's a nightmare. Yeah, when Christine was telling me this, she was telling me that uh, when when she saw you guys, that you repeated like the same story to her like five times. <laughs> She's like, I think yeah. Tim has brain damage. <laughs> yeah. Um, have I you? I did find. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Have you uh, been changing your son yet, and have him pee in your face like they do in movies? Yeah, not necessarily on my face, but I've definitely been. Uh... Like whoa, yeah. whoa! That's not look a thing. Out. That that was another thing that I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's movie magic. That that, that happens because they need a, a good laugh line in a movie, <laughs> right? But a real baby knows. Hey, come on, don't do that. It's rude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought it just like might happen once in a while. It happens like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because think about like you know a diaper is like a little constrictive, and then you take the diaper off, and it's probably like ah. Oh, yeah, but the, here's the conceit, Tom. He's already peed in yeah. the diaper. Well, he's he's. It's not like oh, now I'm relaxed. I'm going to pee some more. Like it should just be like get your pee. You can pee whenever you want. Yeah, like, don't wait for the fresh air. This I mean, kid it's pretty nice. Know. I'd rather pee into the air than pee into a cloth right up against my wiener. Yeah, that's true. Well. You, you've really got, uh, you've gotten into the head of a of an infant quite effectively, Tom. Well, look, Tim, anytime you want me to have a talk with your son about all this, I'd be happy to. Did Christine really say that, that I repeated the same story like five times? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm steamed now. I take back all the nice things I said about her. Tom, uh, mm-hmm. enough about babies this is uh, we, we got to get down to the the important topic at hand yeah the grinch it's it's uh holiday month here at the complete guide to everything yeah exactly and everybody loves the grinch mm-hmm. um i don't want to or some people hate the grinch this is <clears throat> this is my question about the grinch <laughs> okay i have a lot of questions about the grinch first of all we're this talking, is like we're when not... when i do an episode and i'm like too excited about things that's that's how you are right now tom let me tell you something you got too many thoughts to share about the grinch i do have a lot of thoughts and i really started doing some research and i was really going to organize all my thoughts <laughs> and then uh the baby was all like fuzzy and cranky yeah. today so like this, you might have to keep me on track here a little okay. bit. It's not as or my thoughts aren't as organized as I'd like them to be, especially when talking about such an important subject. Well, yeah, um, it's a hot button topic, Tom. <laughs> uh, and I want to make clear off the off, off the bat here, I'm not talking about like a specific movie. This isn't like oh, we're going to discuss the you know Jim Carrey yeah uh the how the grinch stole christmas no you're talking um, about the man the man the grinch the yeah. guy yeah um what? and you know that that includes mm. the movies and and the books and the specials and and right. all of that costumed also, appearances yeah but i'm also you know i have a lot of questions about the grinch in general what were you going <laughs> to ask about the grinch oh uh, i was going to ask what the fuck he is He's a Grinch. Now that was what I was gonna say. If you shaved the Grinch or like plucked all his feathers or whatever's all over him, <laughs> oh, would he just look like a man? Um, I'm gonna guess that the Grinch is still green underneath. Hmm. But yeah, he's he's got that weird like plumage around his neck, a la uh Kermit the Frog kind of. Right. Which he's real- got a big pot belly too. Yeah, I mean, and he's got like weird feet. He's got weird hands. You know, everything's kind of hairy. 
but compare him to the Who's of Whoville. Their mm-hmm. their bodies kind of like are who are the Who's people? Um, I think like a version of people. I think here's what I want to know about Doctor Seuss. What universe does do his <laughs> tales take place in? Right? Are these yeah. like, is this a different planet? This uh, these don't happen on Earth, right? Because they um, got like sneeches and Loraxes. Yeah, and, like, yeah. It's some kind of a different reality at the very least. Yeah. Which is like, weird to think about. But then the Grinch has a dog, just like a regular dog. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still kind of a weird looking dog. But yeah, it looks a lot more like a like a regular dog than... Actually, it's not weird looking. I'm looking at a picture of the dog smiling and it looks weird because it smiles like the Grinch. Yeah, but like it, it, it looks more like a dog than Pluto. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his dog, Max, the dog has a name, right. Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't think we should name animals. <laughs> Not even pets? Yeah. Now that I have a kid, I'm one of those people that are like, oh, you have a pet and you think that's something? <laughs> you know, those smug parents. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, oh, you think, you think having a dog, it's like having a kid? <laughs> I gotta, you got another thing coming. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say about the Grinch? You, you, th- you threw me off there, Tim. You threw me off my Grinch game by, by bringing up <laughs> being smug about people who have pets and that pets shouldn't have names. Uh, oh, I was going to say, like, do you know, uh, to bring things back to Marvel for a moment that like, uh, Thanos, Thanos uh, his species looks just like regular people. They're purple, but they mm-hmm. look like regular people. But he has like a, a mutation. That's why he's got like that that big uh, wrinkly chin and stuff. Got it. And he's from space? Yeah. So I'm thinking the Grinch, it's like that kind of a situation. Where like he's human, but he, he's got some kind of a mutation. Or, or he's, he's not human. He's, he's, he's a villain. Right. And But he's got some kind of mutation Presumably caused by his Grinchy ways, by his, uh, uh, well, I mean, maybe it is similar to a Thanos situation. Like part of the reason, part of like the Thanos plot or backstory is like, oh, uh, this is also why he's a bastard because he looked different and he was bullied his whole life for that. Yeah, you get ostracized. And I think there are, there are numerous origin stories um, that... Uh, that have been put forward mm-hmm. for the Grinch. Yeah. Um, most after uh, Dr. Seuss's death. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how much stock to put in them. But okay, you said he was Grinchy. Yeah. Are you surprised? Like, did you always think that Grinch was just a word that meant like a uh, curmudgeon and I... like an ill tempered fellow or a misanthrope? Because gr- Grinch, like, that comes from the Grinch. That's yeah. a, that's a that's a word that Doctor Seuss invented. Um, I think I knew that just because, like, I associate uh, being a Grinch with being a Scrooge, and right. and that you know it's obvious where that came from. So I think that's why I assumed Grinch was always uh, uh doc- you know came from Doctor Seuss. Did you not think that? I just thought it was so ubiquitous to like uh, to describe things like mm-hmm. uh, or he's being a Grinch or you're being Grinchy or something that like he was like oh and then they named a character like uh, like the seven dwarfs or like oh sleepy is it? like imagine like <laughs> That's sleep- where that we came got from. the we got the word sleep from sleepy the yeah. one of the seven dwarfs well but I mean being a Grinch is like a very uh, specific term. You're talking about somebody who's like trying to ruin Christmas. They're being no. A it can be anything. It can well, be. Uh, it shouldn't be used that way. Then those people are wrong. You're a purist in that sense. <laughs> yeah, if you're saying like, "Oh, somebody's trying to ruin my birthday," they're being a Grinch. It's like, no, they're not. Unless your birthday's on Christmas, and right. and ruining your birthday is just a byproduct of them trying to ruin Christmas. Listen, if. Uh... I guess it is. If your birthday's on Christmas, your birthday's already ruined. I'm yeah. sorry. I guess it's kind of like a uh, can't compete with Jesus. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I guess I guess it could be used to describe somebody who's trying to ruin 
a situation where literally everybody else is having a blast. Everybody else is having a good time. Right. And one person is coming in and they don't want anyone to have a good time. Right. That's the Grinch to me. Have you ever been described as a Grinch? Uh, you do it unknowingly. You ruin everybody's good times, <laughs> not on purpose. Just, just, by, just by being yourself. Just by yeah. showing up to places I'm yeah. invited. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. Well, and I'm also seeing, you know, uh, that uh, the the Grinch really shines, you know, at least in his own mind during Christmas time. But he's a Grinch kind of all the time. Yeah. I mean, he lives up on that mountaintop all secluded. Yeah. Yeah. It's really only during uh, Christmas that he comes down. Right. And that's just to ruin things like in, in the middle of the night, not even during the day. No, I mean, wait, you say he doesn't come down during night at night? No, he that he down, does come down at night. He's got no interest in 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 fraternizing with the Who's. Right. Like, he's only he's only he's going down there under cover of night to steal Christmas, but it's not like he goes down there to like, you know, murder people <laughs> at, at, at night. Like he had an idea that was like, oh, I know what I'll do to like. But normally, I think like three hundred sixty four days of the year, or wh- however many days of the year. <laughs> Um, on whatever planet's calendar they have. <laughs> right, who knows how, how fast that planet's spinning. I think he's just sitting in his cave, like, uh, I don't know, watching uh, Info Wars or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the, the Wikipedia article, and in, in Seuss's book, it's quoted, no one quite knows the reason for uh, the Grinch's grudge. But then, right. yeah, in, in the uh, Jim Carrey movie, they uh they give him a backstory because everything's got to have a backstory. Well, I guess also everything has to have a backstory if you're trying to make a like two hour movie out of a like twenty page children's yeah, picture book. The, the the original like TV special I think was like twenty five minutes long or something. Yeah. Um. So they they didn't have to. They just had a a nice song. Mm-hmm. Um. A couple nice songs. Yeah. Uh. And you know, you just do the book. Tom, I just wanna I just wanna correct you on something. What's that? <clears throat> I'm uh quoting the Dartmouth uh Jack O' Lantern. The the Darknet Jack O' Lantern, okay. Dartmouth. Dart <laughs> you you love the Darknet. You love the internet. The... Well, I'm I'm not the one out there quoting it. Um it's I think a Dartmouth alumni magazine. Mm-hmm. And they say <clears throat> And he went to Dartmouth. The the uh, Grinch did? No, no, uh, Doctor Seuss. Oh, okay. That makes more <laughs> the sense. Grin- I don't know where the the Grinch matriculated. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe that's a that's <laughs> explain it factor. You're as wrong as the Deuce, and you shouldn't rejoice if you're calling him Seuss. He pronounces it Soys. These Ivy League eggheads yeah. want us to believe that it's Doctor Soys. Yeah, it's not Dr. Seuss, it's Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Um when did well, the, Tom, when did this come about? Uh these eggheads? Uh let's see. And and I mean Dr. Seuss isn't yeah, Seuss is his middle name. Uh is uh Theodore and Theodore spelled weird, Seuss Geisel. Yeah. Or Giesel. Well, he sw- he switched to that uh, to Seuss. He ch- he changed the pronunciation. Uh, oh, um, but it to is to be associated with Mother Goose, oh, Doctor Seuss, and Mother Goose. And who wouldn't want to be associated with Mother Goose? You know, she was like a big hen or something, or a duck. She was a what goose, Tim. A goose. <laughs> oh, Tom, I mentioned I haven't it's been right sleeping there in the much. <laughs> I just thought it was a Humpty Dumpty situation where it was just like, uh, you know, we all assume he's an egg, but we they never tell us he's an egg, but she, they tell you she's a goose right in the name. I got to get some sleep, Tom. Do you think you can do the rest of this on your own? We get Christine back in here. You know what, Tim? I don't think I have strong enough opinions about the Grinch to do this uh, all on my own. Um, He also, he added doctor. Mm-hmm. He's not a doctor, but... Yeah. Uh, he made it his pen name because his father always wanted him to 
practice medicine and become mm. a doctor. Could you like I I see once you're like a successful author and like yeah. you know you have the success where it's like hey you know but like do you think of he's like uh sad when he was like oh i'm gonna write books about like <laughs> sneeches and snoodles and <laughs> breeches and boodles and uh yeah I'm gonna that's play. pretty much as far as you can get from being a medical doctor <laughs> yeah aren't you proud of me dad and i t- took on doctor and like before he got published or something you think his dad was like uh, brother yeah uh also like i mean i guess the the publisher was like yeah that's fine we'll print that your uh dr seuss on on these books can you imagine the uh the exposés that would come out these oh, days oh boy yeah who is this dr seuss out here calling himself a doctor it'd be like a what was a, a million little pieces guy yeah he doesn't even have o- uh, Oprah would Oprah would call Dr. Seuss onto her show and just fucking yell at him. <laughs> just scream at him. Yeah. Apologize. Well, Apologize to the readers of the I mean, Oprah's book club. Well, yeah, she was mad. She's like, You're yay, you're messing with uh with Oprah's uh uh yeah. bread maker here. <laughs> Oprah's bread maker. Yeah, it makes she it, does it, oh, it makes she her likes the bread. bread. No, it's not she <laughs> not likes, that she likes bread, Tim. Although but she I'm does sure like she, bread. She was no, she did. She uh I think she became like a Weight Watcher spokesperson. Uh-huh. And she was just like, Hey, uh I like, I bread. like bread. Yeah. Who I doesn't? like bread and I'm gonna eat it. And mm-hmm. uh on Weight Watchers I can still eat it. Yeah. And then I'll have a chef make me um the most delicious meals. Yeah. Well, I was saying I was using bread as a uh, euphemism for money. No, I've never heard that before. Yeah. So in this in this context, bread maker is Oprah's show. That right. that makes her bread, and the book club also makes her bread. That's a cool way of that's cool slang. Bread, yeah. you say for money. And then if somebody if if you have like a a big famous book club and you put a book on it that was written by a liar. You can say, "Hey, you're messing with my bread maker." The right. he- what the hell? Hey, you're going. That's in- her backstage. You're going she, in. Your- she'd never say bread maker on stage. You're fiddling with all the knobs on my bread maker. You're opening up. You're opening up the hood before the bread's ready. <laughs> the hood. Yeah, it's it's one of those big models. Hmm. You, you're putting me- you're putting too much yeast into my bread maker. The bread's gonna rise too high. That's what you want, more bread. No, because then the bread gets too fluffy. It's more bread than you know or, what to do with. Or That's it tastes Oprah like has. yeast. Now it's going to come up. It's going to hit the hood, cause all kinds mm. of problems, get get stuck yeah. in all the gears of the bread maker. Hey, listen, James Fry, Frey. Yeah. Putting too much yeast in my bread. Yeah. Okay, hey, let's keep the stories honest, huh, pal? Let's 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 keep it to a million little pieces instead of a little a million little lies. Wow, that that's probably what she said to it. I mean, <laughs> if she had some extra time to to think about it, uh-huh. I'm sure she would have landed on that. Yeah, unfortunately, she she only had time to come up with the bread maker euphemism. <laughs> the yeast represents the lies. Yeah. Oh, and he's putting too much in. Yeah. Just you, a little. You need a little bit of lies, right? right? You need to guess the, the story. At the heart of every book, there's, 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 there's a, a sprinkling of lies, of course, and that's what enchants us all. Tom the Grinch. <laughs> ah, crap! My baby's crying. Hold on. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash guide. Look, life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have. Your life is probably stressful. Tom, I got a new baby. Yeah. That's that's stressful. That's one of the most stressful things around. I know, because I don't know what I'm doing over here. I, I believe it. You may not be feeling down and out or, or, or and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress is high, your temper is shorter than usual, or even if you're starting to feel strain in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Unload the stress and get it out. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life, someone who isn't going to judge you or take sides on anything. 
when there are things you can't tell anyone or feel like you can't unload to family and friends, you need to unload it, and that's what therapy can be. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Complete Guide to Everything listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com guide. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash guide. This week's episode is brought to you by Indochino. Christina, what's like a celebrity or somebody you think of as very stylish? A stylish person. Andrew Rose Gregory. Andrew Rose Gregory. (laughs) Well, he's also a friend of ours, but he is a stylish man. Stylish. He's got great, great patterns. Well, and I'll tell you what, his look reflects his personality, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. Personal style can define you as a person and help you express yourself. And the end of the year is a great time to take a look at your closet and decide what's working or what's not. Indochino can get your closet where you want it to be before the new year starts. Or you can gift a wardrobe upgrade to somebody that you care about with an Indochino gift card. Uh, I recently got pants. I think the last time I talked about these pants, Christine... I had not received them yet. That's right. I have since received these pants, and they're beautiful pants. I'm not wearing them right now, but you'll have to take my word for it. I believe you. Uh, Beautiful, uh, like a nice olive green. Hey, that's great. Uh, And uh, it's very nice to have like a personalized piece of clothing. You don't get uh, that every day. Well, you could if you use Indochino. Hmm. Indochino offers completely custom-fitted suits, shirts, casual wear, and more at surprisingly affordable prices. Get a wardrobe personalized to your style and taste without spending a fortune. Every piece is made to your exact measurements and you can customize every detail. Hmm. Choose everything about your suit, including the fabric, lapel, monogram, and statement linings. You can create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. The best part, the suits start at just $4.29 and shirts start just $7.99 with all customizations <gasps> included. I got to customize like the pockets and buttons, all kinds of stuff. More stuff than maybe I even want customized, but (laughs) the option was still there. But it gave me like a nice uh, default option too. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know, like me, you don't know, you know, what what the hot pockets are nowadays. Hot pockets? I mean, I know what hot pockets are. (laughs) But like the new hot pockets, you can just be like, you know what, Indochino, you tell me what pockets are hot right now. Cutting edge pockets. Give yourself a custom closet revamp with Indochino or give the gift of great style with an Indochino gift card. Get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using promo code GUIDE at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com. Promo code GUIDE. All right, Tom. Mm -hmm. Uh, Enough about yeast and bread and Oprah's bread machine <laughs> aka um, her show and book club yeah we we have to talk about the grinch first of all though tom mm-hmm. i can't uh, i'm still pissed at christine about uh <laughs> oh tim said the same story i had her uh, oh did i tell the same story a lot when i invited you into my home on thanksgiving wow she had nowhere else to go christine well she had and she had nowhere else to go because of all the bridges she's burned Exactly. <laughs> well, guess what? Next Thanksgiving, not invited into my home. <laughs> she might be happy. She won't hit to hear the, st- the same story five times. I mean, the funny thing is, Tim, she won't, she'll never listen to this episode. I don't think she had listened to an episode before coming on the show, and she won't listen to one now. I know. I'm steamed. <laughs> she wins. <sighs> All right. The Grinch. Uh-huh. Uh, you ever read the book How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Tom? Yeah, not in not in a very long time. Um, it's good. I don't think I have um, any Doctor Seuss books in here. I burned them all after he was canceled. <laughs> um, yeah, you. Uh, that's my favorite thing about uh the whole Doctor Seuss kerfluffle. Yeah. Uh, earlier this year, what did they? They took some <laughs> Who knows. 
They took some books out of. They took some books out of print because he used like racial slurs in them or something. Yeah, but it was like it was books that I had never even heard of. And if you read, I think I don't think he even had to read between the lines. I think like the Dr. Seuss trust or whatever that like, you know, handles the the rights to all these books uh, said like, yeah, we're taking these out because they have like racist caricatures and stuff in them. But also, uh, these books don't sell. Like, yeah, it's not know, the Cat in the Hat or the Grinch or the Lorax. Yeah, or... we we haven't done a print run of these in a long time. But I I think they were basically trying to get ahead of like, hey, before you know somebody at BuzzFeed <laughs> does an yeah. article about these old books, we're just gonna say like, hey, we haven't done a run of those in a while, and we're we're we have no plans to ever do a run again. Yeah. They're racist then, books like, that nobody bought anyway. If there were racist <laughs> books that everybody was buying, eh. Yeah. I mean, they'd probably just quietly modify the artwork in there and put them back out, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take a page or two out. Yeah. But then I like how some ghouls went and were like, this is a trample. They're trampling on Dr. Seuss's yeah. uh, freedom of speech. And then they went out and bought a bunch of Dr. Seuss books, Yeah, which like just gave money to the people that- willingly and proactively made this decision to take the other books yeah, up. Well, and and those people that proactively made the decision went back to their bosses and were like, you know, sales of the books we have went up 200% after we did this. It seems like everybody really supports it. Um, so the original book, Tom, mm-hmm. published in 1957 as yeah. a book, mm-hmm. But it was also published in Red Book magazine. <laughs> All right. I didn't know. Is it Red Book like uh, Ladies Fashions or something? Yeah. I don't I mean, Red Book. <laughs> ladies Fashions and <laughs> stories about the Grinch. Uh, about I, a, a green misanthrope that uh, wants to cancel Christmas. Red Book is an American women's magazine. Uh, it is one of the Seven Sisters, a group of women's service magazines. I don't know what that I don't know what that means. Uh yeah, I mean Red Book to me was like, you know, a magazine my mom would bring to the beach. Right. To read stories about the Grinch, probably. <laughs> I mean, I imagine she would probably have just skipped over any stories about the Grinch she found in there. <laughs> that's that's a, it, would you buy a magazine that had a new I guess you wouldn't. I was gonna ask if you would buy a magazine that there was a new Grinch adventure every month, but why would you? <laughs> no, I mean I don't really buy any magazines nowadays. And you but don't I mean, particularly care for the Grinch either, huh? This is but this was also during like the you know, the heyday of magazines where I'm sure the editors were like, we've sold a hundred pages of ads. Like we'll right. take whatever. And uh, I, I think too, like nowadays magazines, the only way magazines have that are still around survived is by like really narrowing down on their niche. You know, right. if you ever go to like a Barnes and Noble and look at the magazine section, it's wild nowadays because everything's so specific Really? Yeah. I guess I haven't seen magazines at all lately. I mean, the only place you could see them is like a bookstore, like a, you know, a big yeah. chain bookstore like Barnes and Noble. And uh, yeah, they're just like all oddly specific. Like, I, I mean, I'm only remembering because, you know, I would look at like the computer magazines, but it was like there aren't really even like general like Mac magazines. I guess there are, but like. They're not what they used to be, but if if you're like, I want to read a Mac magazine for audio professionals, like those magazines are still going strong. Uh, that's cool. Oh yeah, it is cool. But I'm saying like, I feel like back back in the fifties, it was like you're not going to find a, a Grinch story in any of, the, <laughs> any of these. Yeah, because they're like, look, this, this magazine's fifteen pages long. <laughs> uh, but magazines used to be, you know, thick as uh, phone books, uh, yeah. much, much like uh, the diary of true. your child's stool. Yeah. Stop talking about that, Tom. <laughs> well, I can talk about that. You can't talk about that. I'm so- I apologize. Um, then in 1966, Tom, they mm-hmm. made the animated TV special. You know, 66? Narrat- yeah. Mm-hmm. 
narrated by Boris Karloff. You love that guy. I mean, he's got that great neuromean one. Well, guess what? He didn't even, he can't sing. So he didn't sing the song. Then who the hell's singing the song? The guy that does the freaking voice at Tony the Tiger, that's who? Wow. I mean, it sounds the same. Yeah. Huh. Um. It's weird because there's the narrator who's Boris Karloff. Yeah. There's the voice of the Grinch. Yeah. Who's Boris Karloff. <laughs> and then there's the guy who sings the song. Who is that supposed to be the narrator or is it just another guy who like hates the Grinch? No, I think it's supposed to be the narrator. Because think and about it's a guy that sounds like Boris Karloff. Yeah, because when he sings, uh, he he'll take those breaks and he'll be like, "You're the you're a peanut sandwich with pickles and and yeah. like those are spoken." I don't yeah. know. It's tough to tell. Tough to tell where the line is. It is, um, and I think they they prefer it that Whoa, way. Whoa, the song was sung by a man named Thrall Ravenscroft. Yeah. And click on his name. He's uh, Tony the Tiger, my friend. Yeah, wow. I mean, he's got a name that sounds like, uh, I don't know, he'd be like one of Thor's enemies. <laughs> um, ooh, yeah. 1977, Seuss responded to the fan request for more Grinch Tales by writing Halloween is Grinch Night. Yes. There's no book there. It Guess what, Tom? It's a prequel to how the Grinch stole Christmas, which well, it would have to be because he's a dang Grinch in it. <laughs> like at the end, at the end of how the Grinch stole Christmas, he turns into a nice guy. His heart grows yeah. like at an alarming rate. Like you should see a cardiologist, but yeah, he's like good now. So they can't go back and be like, you know, in 1977, like, guess what? He's a bastard again. You know what? Don't you hate that when, uh, in sequels, for movies that they didn't think would have a sequel, where it's like, oh, the the main character gets everything he wants at the end. He gets the girl, and like everything yeah. in his life is good. And then there's a sequel, and it has to show him like, oh, his life fell apart after the first movie. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, well, that sucks. That just like erases everything nice from the. So they couldn't do that, so they made it a prequel. Yeah. Well, luckily nowadays they plan to make you know like ten sequels, create an expanded universe right off the right off the jump. So they make sure that the first movie doesn't have a complete story. Exactly. Yeah. End on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so this is in Halloween, the Grinch goes down to Whoville Mm -hmm. to like, I think just like mess things up just to like, yeah, well, he is be an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He wants to wreak havoc. Yeah. I was going to say, you, you said when, you know, at the, at the, they they the the other movie had to be a prequel or the other story had to be a prequel because uh he still has to be the grinch are you implying that at the end of the grinch soul christmas he's no longer the grinch because he's still do you do you think he now he's just an animal that shouldn't have a name (laughs) no now he's just a green who no, but he's still got a name. He's still the Grinch. Once again, Tim, you're you're thinking that the Grinch is. I don't is a think name the Grinch is his name. Title. I don't think. I think it's a title. I think it's a. I don't think. Who else do you know that's called the something? <laughs> I don't. Uh, the Mooch. Remember that guy? Everybody loved him. The Mooch. Anthony Scaramucci. Uh, that's true. But that was a t- <laughs> that was a title. That was a nickname. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, the Grinch is probably a nickname. Like, his name is probably, like, Dave. Yeah, it's probably, like, Dave Grinchstein. Yeah. And they just call him the Grinch. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty cool. That implies that maybe he was, like, uh, you know, in a, in a fraternity or, like, uh, you know, was, like, uh, a popular mainstay at a local bar in Whoville. Everybody's like, oh, the Grinch. Yo, the Grinch is here. And you should write one of these feature films where they flesh out his backstory. <laughs> yeah. It'll take place in dank bars in Whoville for the most part. Yeah. Uh, you can always find the Grinch sitting at the Dave Grinchstein, sitting at the end of the bar. The Grinch. <laughs> 
He's like the the high school weed dealer. <laughs> yeah, and he's he gives like a little uh, hey, what's up, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like his eyes generally are all well liked. He was cool. Yeah. <laughs> and something happened to Dave Grinstein and uh he was radicalized. Yeah. <laughs> radicalized by QAnon and then <laughs> retreated up to the uh to the uh cave and only came down to steal Christmas yeah. and wreak havoc on Halloween. Dave Grinchstein Halloween. got got red pilled and uh yeah. he hasn't come down off that mountain since. <laughs> um after Halloween is Grinch night, Tom, which by the way, doesn't end with him it, it can't. I like that they kept the continuity going. Mm-hmm. It doesn't end with him like getting good like a kid scares him away and he's like i'll be back yeah wait what <laughs> he's still a bastard at the end of halloween night is Grinch oh night. At ho- on halloween night i thought you meant at the end of the grinch i'm like you're no. reading some you know fan uh fan fic yeah um and then a couple of years after that um the year of my birth 1982 mm-hmm. the grinch grinches the cat in the hat Oh. It's a crossover event. And now um, that's a pornographic film? <laughs> yeah, Grinch <laughs> Grinch is used as a verb and it's not clear exactly what Grinches Yeah, what Grinching something is. Yeah. Doesn't sound good though. Doesn't sound family friendly. No. Tom, this is a true crossover event with uh the Grinch and the cat in the hat. Okay. And fittingly now- is this a multiverse situation, or is it implied that they've always existed in the same universe? Tom, uh, I think it's implied that they've always existed in the same universe, but um, it's fitting. It was produced by Marvel Productions. Oh, okay. Now, what the fuck is the cat in the hat? Because he's too big he's to a, be a cat. Oh, he's a cat, Tom. <laughs> Just like Mother Goose is a goose. Oh, yeah, but he's now, too big. Now we're both idiots. And what's your excuse? I'm, I'm sleep deprived. I'm saying the cat in the hat's too big to actually be a cat. Also, the cat in the hat, you can't trust that guy as far as you can throw him. That guy shows up and he's like, oh, I'm a cat. Yeah, right. Get out of here. That I guy don't lies as easily it, as he breathes. What's his deal? Does he come in? Like, he, I think, is worse than the Grinch, right? Yeah, he just like comes the in. The Grinch, and- at least you you know what his deal is. The cat in the hat's like a trickster. Yeah, better the Grinch you know. Then the cat in the exactly. hat, you don't. Yeah, the cat do? in the he hat comes just... and he get, like, gets kids in trouble or something. Yeah, the like, cat in the hat just... up their house. He comes around when uh, when the parents are out and just like destroys the house and then yeah. takes off before uh, before the parents come home. He's like, uh, I gotta go. I'm meeting up uh, with a friend at a bar. <laughs> and it's the Grinch, <laughs> Dave Grinchington. <laughs> and, and yeah, that's. Uh, that that's what that Doctor Seuss just wrote a bunch of scumbags, a, a bunch of <laughs> towny scumbags. That's all his characters are. Here's here's how they get into it though, Tom. Mm-hmm. The Grinch wakes up in a good mood one morning, so this mm-hmm. isn't a prequel. You know, he's a, he's uh, like a good th- man. This is the the Halloween one. No, this is uh, the Grinch. Grinches the cat in the hat. <laughs> okay. Um. And then he looks in the uh, the mirror and he sees his reflection and uh, Wikipedia says it's possibly an envisionment of his father. Um, <laughs> but his, re- his reflection speaks to him and prompts him to repeat the Grinch's oath, reminding him of his evil side. And then he leaves to prove himself. So like he looks in the mirror and maybe the ghost of his father turns him evil again. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, the Grinch doesn't need backstory. That's. <laughs> yeah. And then he just kind of like follows the cat in the hat around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the Grinch tries to like sell him things. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then the, uh, this, this is another part of the, the, the Wikipedia description. The cat mm-hmm. in the hat. Yeah becomes upset with the Grinch's hijinks and has a psychiatric session with him in a thought bubble to find out what makes him so mean-spirited. He gets nowhere with the imaginary Grinch, though he is briefly triggered by the memory of his deceased mother. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So the cat then decides to go over and have a talk with him. Do you think 
the Grinch Grinch is the cat in the, in the hat is a prank pulled on Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, I don't, I mean, I am a little surprised uh, hearing about this that uh, that they haven't made a movie based on this, that they haven't decided, ooh, we can, we can do the, the Seussiverse. The Soysiverse. The Soysiverse. Um, also, I'm thinking about how Mike Myers was the cat in the hat in that movie. I've never seen any of these uh, Dr. Seuss movies, like live action movies that they made. Yeah. But it is wild to me that like Mike Myers and Jim Carrey, both of them, when these movies were made, were like riding so high. These were like some of the biggest uh theatrical m- movie comedy actors out there right and uh i'm kind of shocked that well i mean i guess they both just got thrown an unbelievable amount of money but it just seems like an awful uh way to live to have to put this makeup on uh every day yeah and i what I don't understand is that, like, they get paid, like, how much did Jim Carrey get paid? Or how much did Mike Myers get paid? They got paid, like, you know, like $40 million to do right. these movies. Mm-hmm. And then they were just such bastards about, like, oh, I had to do eight hours of makeup every day. It's like, yeah, I know. And they paid you $40 million. <laughs> Well, but I get it if you're like, I made other movies and I didn't have to do all that. So, like, nobody, for, like, I'm, Dr. I'm, Seuss didn't put a gun to their head. I'm sure that at the time these movies were being made, like, probably when they were negotiating or whatever, uh, the producers were probably like, it's basically a Halloween mask. You know, we're going to put you, put it on you. They, they just have to fix up the edges. 15 minutes, you're out. Like I could see them both being like dramatically uh, undersold on on how much of a commitment uh, sitting in this makeup chair these makeup chairs were going to be. Yeah, I don't know. Spending a couple months for I don't know. I'm saying forty million dollars is probably even more than that. Whereas, um, like, uh, I mean, it's funny nowadays because. You know, if you're one of these characters, they're just like, ah, let's put a bunch of dots on your face. (laughs) uh, Yeah, exactly. And we'll just have uh, like a, you know, an army of like uh, essentially slave labor people (laughs) uh, fix this, fix this later in post. And then uh, as soon as they're done, we'll fire them all. Um, Tom, uh. How the Grinch Stole Christmas was the sixth highest grossing film of 2000. All right. Not bad. Made a lot of money. Ron Howard, TV's Opie, directed it. Yeah. I was reading that apparently uh, uh, Jack Nicholson and Eddie Murphy both auditioned for the role before it went to Jim Carrey. I can't imagine that happened. I can imagine it happening, but for both of those people, I can imagine they were like, so the makeup process and both of them were like, oh, forget it then. I don't know. Uh, Well, Eddie Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I mean, he went through all that with the clumps. So he, but maybe that made him even wiser. Maybe he was like, when they, when they told him, "Eh, I'll take 15 minutes. He was like, no, I was all of the clumps except for uh, uh, Hercules, the little boy. Hercules, Yeah. Uh, so he was well aware of the, the kind of time commitment these things would take. Um, but Jack Nicholson, come on. He, I mean, he is a Grinch. He's like, he's the closest thing we have to the real life Grinch. Yeah. Right well, now, right? I guess, I guess he, you know, probably that, uh, Joker makeup was, uh, actually no joke to him. That Joker makeup didn't take very long. I think it did. That the mouth looks so weird. His mouth looks kind of weird. That was his own mouth. <laughs> but yeah, I'm um, I'm sure he was like just hey, just put some green makeup on me. So those the, both of those movies You're not going to comment on my Jack Nicholson impression? It's Tim? a great it's a great Thank you. Appreciate impression, that. Impression, Tom. Can you say it again? Hey, it's me, Jack. 
put some <laughs> green makeup on me. I, I like uh, how all your impressions start with uh, <laughs> the person introducing themselves. Yeah, well, it's very important so people know who it's an impression it's of. It's polite. Everybody uh, agrees that Jack Nicholson is polite. <laughs> yep. Is he a jerk? Um. Yeah, I think so. I mean, everybody was I mean, a jerk. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> well, look at his face. He's got a jerk's face, right? Yeah. Um, you know what? You know what I heard somewhere that I never considered. Mm-hmm. Christian Slater was trying to be Jack Nicholson. <laughs> uh in in what when? Like he in like the eighties, he was like, "I'm gonna be the eighties version of like the sixties, seventies Jack Nicholson." Oh uh, yeah, I can see. It. I mean, yeah, yeah, I did him well enough, I guess. What's he doing now? He was in Mr. Robot recently. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess the reason they made those two ago. movies, uh, uh, the Mike Myers Cat in the Hat and mm-hmm. the Jim Carrey Grinch, is because. Uh, Dr. Seuss was like, I'll never let them make a movie out of my books. And then he died. And then his wife was like, hey, whoever the highest bidder can make a movie out <laughs> yeah. of all these books. And they like did those two like real quickly. And then I think the cat in the hat flopped and they were like, eh, screw this. We don't yeah. need this anymore. M- maybe we should Grinch. make feature length movies out of like absurdist 20 page long children's stories. Tom, they made a new Grinch with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I forgot that 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 uh, that came out three years ago, and I completely forgot uh, that that existed. It's a uh, Tom. It's my niece's favorite movie. Really, she loves it, and she's two. Narrated um, by uh, Pharrell Williams. Really? Yeah. The man with the big hat. The man with the big hat. No, no word on whether he was wearing the hat while he was doing the narration. He probably was wearing the hat while he did the narration. Yeah. The big hat. He yeah. was, and he was probably like, "Hey, the Grinch's heart's two sizes too small. My hat's ten sizes too big." Right. And then they were like, "Okay, we can edit that <laughs> last part out." <laughs> and he was like, "And then cut to a picture of me in the recording yeah. booth wearing the hat." With the hat. Yeah. <laughs> There were no cameras there. They were like, sure thing, Pharrell. <laughs> um, that movie made uh, half a billion dollars. Yeah, Tom. I caught some of it on, it's uh, on television the other night. It's 86 minutes long, too. I mean, that's, why should it be more than that? Yeah. that I, 86 minutes, I feel like, is the absolute bare minimum for something to be considered like a feature film that isn't... Mm. I don't know. Some of these kids' movies, you're just like, eh, I could, I could do with seventy-one minutes. Like that's, I'll, I'll call it a movie if it'll end. <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm saying like modern day, right? Um, I don't know. It depends. Um, but Tom, this one they flesh out the story. Cindy Lou Who, mm-hmm. and I only caught some of this the other day. Um, she's a badass girl boss in this. Oh, like the baby boss. Yeah. The boss baby. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, like her whole plot line was like from the beginning. She's like, I'm going to I'm going to capture Santa Claus this year. <laughs> All right. Um, and I think that's how she winds up capturing the Grinch or catching uh-huh. him in the act. So, she, so she, she's a girl boss uh, like a la uh, Elizabeth Holmes from Theranos. Yeah. Ruthless. <laughs> Just completely ruthless. Yeah. She's going to trick a bunch of former secretaries of state into investing in her company. <laughs> um. So, Tom, yeah, that's the Grinch. Tom, how do you feel about the Grinch, the character? Um. I mean, you know, it's like a good, uh, I don't know, morality tale. Yeah. See, the thing is, I really loved the cartoon First, like the the cartoon yeah, yeah the it's like 25 Jones. minutes yeah and he's only a bastard for like two-thirds of that yeah so like there's like 18 minutes of the grinch being a jerk <laughs> yeah. right and then he's supposed to be this and like most of the time he's just like i don't know chilling and being like Ugh, i he's don't like scheming. them and they sing these songs yeah. yeah he's scheming but he's not like He's stewing, and then he yeah. he kind of finds out like, oh, nobody thinks, you know, no nobody wishes you ill will, Grinch. You should come and well, join along. 
Yeah, well, when he realizes that, like, oh, it's not about all the stuff. Yeah. And, like, um, so these these police officers in Texas <laughs> ar- arrested the Grinch last week. Christ. <laughs> what? Tim, I, I mean, maybe you're still sleep deprived. Do you understand the difference between reality and uh, fiction? They posted it on social media, Tom. Okay. There is a tree lighting ceremony in Texas. Mm, yeah. And the cops thought it would be a very funny thing to do to dress somebody up in the Grinch costume. Mm-hmm. It was dress a pretty good like costume, Grinch. too. It was a good costume. Like, <laughs> it may just be further question police uh, department budgets. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, um, and, uh, you know, it's a big joke. They they put, they, they arrest him. They, they put handcuffs on him and walk him away, <laughs> presumably to throw him in jail. I want to give the context, by the way. Earlier today, you, you told me you wanted to do this. And then out of nowhere, you said, and it pissed me off that the police department arrested the Grinch for social media clout. Fuck them. And I said, <laughs> I don't understand what that means. I really thought you would like... Yeah, they thought it was a cutesy little tweet and video that they were like, "Uh, the Grinch tried to sell to to tried to steal Christmas at the tree lighting, but we caught him." Yeah, but it's just like that's against the whole spirit of the story. Yeah, the story wasn't like let's get the Grinch and beat the shit out of him, (laughs) like uh, teach him to try to steal Christmas. It was like, oh, Christmas was in our hearts all along. And then the Grinch becomes rehabilitated. Yeah, they, what, they robbed him of that opportunity. What did they even uh, charge him with at the uh, tree lighting ceremony? What crime? Conspiracy, had he probably. Yeah, I, the person who who was videotaping all this, they weren't yelling the whole time. What did he do? What are you charging with? What's your badge no. number? What's your badge number? <laughs> <laughs> if you like the show, you can uh, find us at tcgte.com. Tom, you got to take over. I, I not only have I not done this usually, I, I I haven't been on the show in a month. Yeah, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at tcgte, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. And hey, check out our Reddit. The Reddit's been popping off lately. Reddit.com slash r slash tcgte. Check out the Discord. Discord. I put a link to the Discord on tcgte.com now. Nice. Because I don't really understand how you get to the Discord. And uh, somebody on the on the subreddit didn't understand either. So I was like, you know what? I should probably make that easier. Uh, so there's like a bunch of people in there now. It's fun. Did you mention the Patreon? Patreon.com slash complete guide. The most important place on the internet. Uh, you can get uh, past episodes of books to podcast this week. We're doing or this month. We're doing all Christmas movies. Last week, Tim came back Tim and Tom at the movies Christmas time at the at the movies during Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, last week we did uh, home home sweet home alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you might be surprised at what we thought of it. And uh, I mean, it still wasn't good, but it wasn't as bad. Yeah. As you well, would stop, expect. You're giving it away for free, Hey, Tom. but you'll have to listen to find out. Uh, and this week, uh, we're doing Ernest Saves Christmas, another Christmas classic. Yeah. Patreon.com um, slash Complete Guide to get those new episodes and all the old ones, too. So how did you enjoy doing the show with Christine? Did you find it to be easier? Uh, I found it to be, honestly, I found it to be surprisingly similar to doing it with you, (laughs) which was why we asked her to do it in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think you and her have a similar rapport to to me and you. Yeah. She, uh, I mean, she can be vicious. It's like 51% friendly, 49% antagonistic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, She's nice. I mean, she can be vicious. She can like talk about you behind your back, talk oh. about how you say you tell uh, the same story five times when she's really nice to your fucking face. Um, but I'm glad she she filled in. <laughs> she was just talking about how I mean, I guess it doesn't make it better. She was talking about how you you uh, you know, said 
parents being tired is a scam. And then when it happened to you, much like fucking everything you've ever experienced, that before you experience it, you think everybody's making too big of a deal out of it. No, I just think everybody's exaggerating to get out of responsibility. Yeah. And then when it happens to you, I mean, you've cited this uh, like 10 different times. I mean, you know who, what kind of animal Mother Goose was. <laughs> you'd, you'd immediately jump to, oh, oh, it's the baby's fault. It's not the baby's fault. It's, I mean. I mean, that's basically what you said. Yeah, that's pretty much what I said. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was fun doing the show with Christine. It was, uh. Uh, a different perspective on things. Christine wanted to do, we did one, uh, I mean, people listen, no, uh, we did one, uh, Tom and Christine solve your problems. And uh, boy, she wanted to just keep doing that. And I had to explain, like, we don't get that many problems to do a weekly uh, problems only episode. But if you have a problem, you should email us, complete guide to everything at gmail.com. We're going to try and yeah. do uh, more. Maybe during- we can get her back in to, to help us out with those sometime. Yeah. You know what? I absolutely. found it very hard. I was listening to those episodes and mm-hmm. like you guys are the two of you are like my closest friends. Mm-hmm. So it was really weird. I kept wanting to like jump in. Like it felt like we were all hanging out and like yeah. I was like, oh, now I have something to say. <laughs> and then, but like, then, then you guys like, just kept up. Tom, Christine, shut up. <laughs> I'm talking. Um, there were some things that I was just like, you guys got some things or like Christine didn't know some basic like cheers facts. Neither of you knew how many seasons cheers and, uh, Frasier ran. Yeah. And like, instead of just like opening up IMDB, you guys speculated about it for like five full minutes. Yeah, because we're talking, you do this when we're recording, all of a sudden you'll just like go completely silent because you're looking something up when it doesn't yeah. really matter. Well, I mean, you guys were speculating about it, like, oh, I could see That's that. That's uh, fine. Everybody likes to hear what's everybody's theories about how many seasons <laughs> of the show there is. All right. Well, uh, it was good. Thank you to Christine, uh, the backstabbing rat, for coming in. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's that's my piece, Tom. I got to go to bed. All right. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.